everybody. Welcome to episode 277 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film and more. My name is Sashia Dumont, and I am marking myself safe from the fact that Emily Blunt called a waitress fat 12 years ago. My name is uh, Paul Robinson. I'm another host, and um, I have canceled her. <laughs> so this is just you get, alone. This is going to get crazy now. Yeah. And she didn't call her fat, by the way. She just said she was. She said she was enormous. <laughs> I mean, so what does that mean? Like an enormous personality? Yeah. That's what she probably meant. Yeah. Just her her vibe. Her vibe was enormous. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. So, and you'd have to feed that personality from like the yeah the buffet. Obviously, that's probably what she was talking Obviously. about. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they edited that whole thing to just yeah. mean that it was she like was AI. Calling her they AI yeah, her lips. It was you didn't know. Yeah. You didn't know. Yeah. Um, we probably just canceled ourselves by making that a joke. Um, but uh, we've never shied away from saying controver- controversial shit on the That show. we made a joke about someone making a joke? Yeah, it's like, God, that's not funny. And it's like, yeah, it's, uh, listen, um, was that her best uh, judgment? No. <laughs> Is that something that I would say out loud? No. But it, it shouldn't um, define her as a person. I just think it's like, this was 12 years, this can I just can we just point something out here? The world is perpetually on fire, regardless of where you are. United yeah. States, uh, Australia, Canada is always on fire. It seems I don't think I don't feel like Canada is ever not on fire. Some part of Canada is always on fire. The world is burning down. Uh, millions upon millions of crabs were unaccounted for. They just finally realized what happened. Uh, they, they disappeared last year and they were like, oh, you know what it was? It was that the global warming and the sea warming up, uh, they all fucking died. They starved to death because what they would be able to feed off of could not survive in the current climate. And um, the, the climate hoax you're talking about? Yes, yes, that, that big hoax. And then... Um, See, what know, happened was, is because the earth is flat, yes, that it, the yeah. crabs kind of fell they off fell the off. end. They fell off. They probably did. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're pretty stupid. There's no global warming. You they're, can't have global warming on a flat surface. They're pretty stupid. Okay. They probably just walked right off the edge of the Idiots. earth and just ignored it. Um, you know, there's wars. There's people dying. Apartheid. Starvation. Yeah. Poverty. Happening um, all over the place. A a uh, a sex ring, a sex trafficking ring was busted this year, and the cop that helped them do it lived like ten minutes from us. Yeah. So all I'm saying is like maybe priorities. Like, yeah. is this really? Are we really going to give this that much attention? Yeah. Really, this is yeah. what we're doing. Okay. Uh, so it's like, is that a nice thing to say? No, it's not a nice thing to say. Everybody realizes that, but the the amount of attention that this is getting to me is obscene, <laughs> obscene. Like, oh, you don't like what she said? Then don't watch her movies. I don't know. Like, let's move yeah. on. It's very simple. Very yeah. simple. Uh, this woman doesn't know who you are. She's never met you. She doesn't give a shit about you. Um, you shouldn't give a shit about her. I yeah. don't know. Like, separate art from artists. I, you know, it's not like she, uh, I don't know, uh, held her partner hostage or slept uh, with a gun under their pillow and you know, uh, fucking yeah. sexually assaulted people, those people may be people uh, that, that should be canceled, but aren't. They'll continue, They'll just kind of disappear for a while. They'll go on John Bernthal's podcast. They'll reinvent themselves. Boom. We're fine. Uh, she called a waitress fat 12 years ago. <laughs> Jesus. Like, we have really got to... But, but as in a description of her, not like she went to the waitress and was like, you're fat, ha, ha, ha. She was just describing that in the context of a story. Yes, which is rude to do because it's it, obviously rude to it, do because the it, it, look, her PR team was probably turning inside out, right? And this yeah. is the problem: is that like it was not the best judgment at all. And if I'm gonna sit here, there's no way for me to sit here and say to you that I have not internally judged a person that I saw. I don't walk around, uh, you know expressing that verbally yeah. to everyone and especially not on live television but you're gonna sit here and say that you've not judged a person come on yeah like give me a break give me a break those who throw stones you know it's what just, I mean? like it's just so or unrealistic some, some it's, it's hypocritical and it's so unrealistic and it's just like people just feel the need to be outraged by something that have done way worse that are still way working. worse <laughs> 
way worse. Save that rage for the Weinsteins of the world, yeah. for the Cosbys of the world. Like, this is not, this is so, so asinine and puerile, and we're moving on. So um, last week we had mentioned what's going on with A24, and we were going to touch base on that a bit. I'm also going to talk about the 48-hour film project, as promised. Um, so uh, for those of you who may not be aware of it, um, A24 has decided that they want to pivot into a more commercial scene, uh, which is ironic seeing as their popularity rose because of more uh, auteur filmmaking, if you will. And uh, so they claim that that's not going to affect the independent side of things, but that they're just going to start taking on bigger projects. And it's like, well, that's like business talk for, we'll still make these things, but we're not going to prioritize them. Uh, I think they're trying to obtain the rights to Halloween, which like, I don't care who, oh, they didn't? No. Nope. I know they were trying to, Yeah, though. they didn't, though. I don't care who remakes Halloween. I'm over it. Nobody could remake that. Okay, I'll tell you something. If Tarantino decided to suddenly take a crack at it, I'm fucking watching that. But I wouldn't be happy about the fact that it was Hollywood. It's like, come on. You know, this is, we, we embraced A24 because it gave us like this gateway into, into what we, we had missed about filmmaking, indie filmmaking. And now we're kind of leaning back into, well, this is what's going to make more money. Everything turns into what's going to make more money, and well, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I feel, I, I had read a couple articles about this because I wanted to educate myself before I said something, which I don't usually do, but I felt in this case it's first time for everything. <laughs> you know, why not educate? But so, from my readings, which you know, any anything on the internet is could be false or true. You never know. But from my research, limited as it may be, um. They were just valued um, at like I don't know two and a half billion, billion dollars or yeah, something. something, and um, so in order to to maintain that, <laughs> Jump but change. in order to maintain that valuation, they have to start getting bigger profit margins, and the only way to do that is to you know go down with go down to doing the bigger spectacle movies. And I am for the time being, as as the time of this recording. Mm gonna stay stay um opti uh uh optimistic yeah i'm gonna stay optimistic about this because cautiously optimistic i'm gonna be because i mean we all love a24 some of their horror mm. movies as of late have been a little i i don't hit or miss that that's the irony for me is that i started falling off of a24 when they really started pumping out a lot of these teen horror bullshit things and that and was just to be like fair, we haven't seen all of them but the ones we have, have i'm not willing been. to watch talk to me yeah. i'm willing to watch that i'm not fucking paying for it i'll tell you that yeah i'm willing to watch it but like once they started listen once you start mixing like in bodies, with pete bodies, davidson bodies, yeah. and shit i'm like i'm out like i'm out you're, you're losing me this this there was never a shortage of that there were always well, studios to pick that crap up why is that here yeah here's why i'm optimistic and um you know, horror's kind of been Blumhouse, you know, indie horror's kind of been Blumhouse's little niche. Um, so A24 is kind of, kind of went in there. What's and the I, other I, one? Sa Sa Sabin? Sa Sabinfield, whatever that is. You know I see, yeah, about. yeah. Um, and so they didn't really do too much of it with horror. You know, there was like a lot of um, kind of, I don't want to say like cut and paste stuff, but it's kind of like more commercial stuff with the horror um, but I, I'm optimistic because I, I'm hoping that they can see that when a big spectacle film, even if it's based on IP, can be something that is a, original and unique, at least. Sure. You know, and so I'm going to pray and be optimistic that they're going to take their A24-ness to the world of big budget films, um, where you can see more films like The Creator, for example. Um, and if we're getting that stuff... I'm all in. I'm here for it. But if we're getting just stuff that, so like, what do they have to offer that that you know Disney and Sony and and DC and all those people aren't already doing? And it's that unique voice that they have. And I feel like if they were to bring that to, 
I'm hoping that they're smart enough to know that if they're able to bring a unique voice to this big budget world, that I think that that could do really, really well. Um, and they have to understand that you're going to have losses. You know, there's no way to have bold films without failing, you know, because just by the nature of it, not everybody's going to love it, right? So, I don't know. I'm hoping that they kind of go that route because they'll make, you know, they'll, they 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 don't make a lot of money, right? They they are profitable, obviously, but they don't make a ton of money like a Disney or whatever. And they they want to make more money. And I, I would never besmirch somebody for wanting to make a bunch of money. Um, but but... Ne there's never been there. Never seems to be a way to do that. I don't. I I can't think of a single corporation. I guess that has effectively. Uh, been able to combine the two where you have where the quality the the product doesn't suffer because of the greed there's always like there's because they don't go hand in hand that's the issue is that you know you have a company that used to be if even if it's just like a an appliance or something right you know they they want to make more money and so then they have to start cutting corners on the actual product so now the product is not as uh, uh, as good as it once was, and it's it gets lost in the other products that are not as good as they once was were because everybody is cutting corners or they're cutting uh, uh, people's salaries, and 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 it's starting to become more like a you know uh, a <laughs> paid slavery at that point when you yeah. start talking about warehouses and things like this, <clears throat> the Amazons of the world, if you will that are just selling to sell. And so that's the problem is that like when you hear about these companies where they go, oh, all of these employees are paid really well. Um, everybody has insurance. They have, you know, paid time off and and they, they treat their employees like family and blah, blah, blah. The the article is usually uh, sort of touching on the subject of whoever the, whoever the CEO of that company is, how they could make more money if they didn't do that. I, and I don't remember what this person sold. Oh, I can't remember if it was like a, like food or something like that. It was like a, an article that I read where the, 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 the guy had basically, um, I guess I, I don't, I don't remember what he did, but he, it, it, the whole point of it was that he could have made more money had he treated the company differently and that he by, by a, a, a large margin. And he chose to put his employees first and that everybody that worked there loved working there and he was pleasant to, you know, to work for and everybody was happy and all that. But that he had to keep the company small in order to maintain that, because if he went bigger, then corners were going to have to be cut and people would not be able to have the experience that they had as an employee there. So like, I don't see how those two are going to go hand in hand. I hope they do. But like I said, since I was already kinding to, I kind of felt like they were already starting to teeter when they were giving us these sort of run of the mill horror movies. I haven't seen Talk to Me, so maybe it's amazing. I don't know. Um, I'm never watching Bodies. I'm sorry. I will not put myself through that. But you started to see, you know, it was, it was a thing where like, when A24 came out with a movie, we were like, oh, they came out with a movie because you felt like there was time and, and, and effort being put into that movie. Then they started pumping them out like one after. And then it was like, wait a minute, there's another one. Didn't they just drop a movie like three months ago? And now we got another one here and then another one, another one, another one. So I was already kind of fearing what was happening to the company. And now you're jumping on the commercial bandwagon. It's like. All right. I mean, well, I, I hope they bring something more creative to the commercial world, obviously, but I have very little hope that that is not going to backfire. It's it's going to backfire because greed always wins. Well, it's tricky because you look at you look at films that are a little bit more creative that are big budget, something like like Creator or Green Knight is another example. It's a big Green budget. Green Knight's 824. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, yeah. But my point is is that a lot of the films that ha might yeah, have Yeah, but do you know how many people budget. we've mentioned uh, The Green Knight Your to? turn. <laughs> You've watched way too much of that podcast. <laughs> um, you didn't do it right. You didn't do it right. You had such a good opportunity. You didn't do it right. Uh, I saw it. I saw it rolling around yeah. in your head. Um, no, but like my point is, is that uh, um, though a lot of big, uh, more creative, big budget, independent films don't haven't done too well. Like The Green Knight didn't do too well. Creator didn't do too well, you know, so um that's kind of like a, a scary route you know this but I, I don't know i just feel like a lot of stuff comes down to marketing um because you have to sell this you have to sell this to people 
you know, and, and I don't feel like those things are being sold properly to people, so they're, they're not going to care. Plus, as we all know, like, look, 824, a company like 824, their theater model, there's no way that that's sustainable. Nobody's going to the movies that much anymore to watch sub-10 10, sub $10 million movies, you know? Yeah, but they're not doing that for commercial movies much not either. Not much either, but that's really so the what's... only place that, that can make right, money. Right, but is... the amount of money that it's going to take to maintain those commercial movies, what is the payoff if that's the point? It would be different if you were saying independent movies people are not justifying going to the movies for because of the cost, but they are justifying it just as much, if not more so, for the for the blockbusters. But it's right. not happening there either. Well, it's And it's... those are companies that are worth way more than A24 is, so it's just kind of it's like it's destined to fail, I think, at that point. If you're if if all of your success is is uh, based on theaters, I mean, how is that going to last? Yeah, it's not. Look, you look at Marvel and DC. DC is rebooting. Why? Because all of their stuff is trash and it didn't work. Yeah. All of Marvel stuff lately has been trash and it didn't work, you know. And so, like. I don't know. I don't see how movies are going to save that. Honestly, I don't. I don't see the. But the only thing I can, the only thing I can think, um, like I was uh, saying before, was like we have spoken to so many people and mentioned the Green Knight because of the colorist, because he worked on our film, and people are like, "Oh, what is that? Which one?" Now, people yeah. that are more on our level, they obviously know the Green Knight, but I've run into more people that didn't know the movie than did. So if that's their big movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, all right. I mean, so you kind of were 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 uh, swaying from the norm there with something like that, and it didn't work. Horror movies are different, and I think that the 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 attempt to obtain Halloween is because I'm going to make enemies here, but horror people who are solely horror movie movie fans, it's brainless. It's brainless. It's it's kind of brainless. Uh, content it's, yeah it's because just, you'll and i'm not talking about people that like based. a2 a24 stuff you know you meet those people that they're like anything everything horror i'm in i'm into it they don't care what it's about it's mm -hmm. just like that brainless content whereas if there's blood or gore or it's scary i'm in they don't care what the story is about doesn't character driven doesn't fucking matter they don't care and there's a lot of people that are into it. they will watch something just because it's a horror movie they don't care what the the storyline is it means nothing like and so yeah sort of um, and I'm very A24 with sci-fi. Yeah, me too. Very like specific. But, yeah. You can't be both. I can be both, and I am both. No, you, no, you like everything. That's my point. Is you like everything, and pe and so you're gonna have people that that will watch Battlestar Galactica for some reason, right? right? And be like, this is amazing, and it's like, okay, sure. Um, and and will like something that's good as you know that has a more serious storyline or uh, yeah, you know that's me i'm sorry i know that sounds horrible but like there i don't know how to explain those types of that type of sci-fi and those types of shows are very like um i don't know it's like it's like i consider it like bubblegum sci-fi yeah, yeah it's bubblegum sci-fi it's, it's not it rests on it rests on on its genre sheer entertainment more and than that's it rests it. Yeah. on the, the the script or yeah. whatever and, you know, I think I could take that for like an hour and a half, but certainly not an entire series of that. I just absolutely couldn't. And and that type of horror where it's just like, just just throw the name out there and people will watch it. There's a lot of that. Mm -hmm. We've established that people don't like to think if they don't have to. And so I think that's kind of what they're going to. The kind of person who is sitting there like anticipating yet another Halloween reboot. Yeah. I mean... You gotta find something else. There was some There's so many things out there. Yeah, there was a director, like, uh, Matthew Vaughn, who did. Uh, what did he do? Kick Ass, maybe I think. Um, he wanted to reboot Star Wars and start all over with like he's like we reboot Spider Man God, and why? stuff. And I'm just like you know like I just want a new take on something, a new move the fuck on. You know, just um, move on. I want like original stories, and they can argue that original stories don't make as much money and it's like they don't and but, that's but, why but, i don't think this has to do with slowly theaters. becoming neither does ip because sure. that stuff is not sure that stuff is failing more than it's, it's a, succeeding. but there's a bigger issue here right like we're going oh well this doesn't sell and this doesn't sell it's not about what you're making it's about who your audience has become and we'll get we can get into this argument which we disagree on but I think that ever since cell phones and iPads and the ability to just be entertained 
in, in, in a moment's notice has ruined our attention spans. I don't think people don't are built this. We, when I said that I felt, felt like cell phones and stuff so were starting to ruin things, you were like, no, I don't think so. Well, and the theater I experience, did, but no, like, I think it's ruined. No, it's not that. But that's what I'm telling you. It has nothing to do with the theater. It's not about the theater experience because if people will spend money on bullshit, Starbucks is a prime example of that. They could make that coffee ten dollars, and these freaking psychopaths will still pay for that disgusting shit. A, a cup of sugar for ten dollars, you'll pay for, and because it's something that they want, right? So. You may see a shift. There'll be a shift because of the way the economy has gone and it's ridiculous. But if they really wanted to go to the movies, they would go. The reason well, why people aren't going to the movies is because they don't have to go to the movies because streaming is available. It's very convenient. And people want to be entertained 24-7. If you look at the way people function, asking the average younger individual to sit their ass down in a movie theater and pay attention to something without taking a fucking selfie or streaming it onto their goddamn TikTok or doing a dance to it in the middle of the fucking movie theater. It's like, it's a test in futility. They absolutely can't handle it because everything is constant, constant, constant. Can't sit for an hour and a half and focus on something and not be on your phone. And we've seen this in the theater. In the middle of a movie, someone's checking their fucking texts or they're on TikTok. And it's like, what are you doing? Could you not separate yourself from that for this small amount of time to pay attention to the storyline? And the answer is no. So you're going to have less and less people that are doing that. When we go to the theater, the audience is mostly our age, like millennials and older. It's not really much with the younger people, you'll get a, a few scattered here and there. But it's like, you remember, you used to go to the movies and you'd be like, oh, God, the teenagers are here. They're going to be loud and all that. That's really not a thing anymore. They don't fucking go because they don't have to. There's all this other entertainment. Yeah. And it and it, it's a mindset where people cannot just turn off their obsession long enough to appreciate something. Right. And when they're home, and they so can do whatever. They could do whatever they want. If you watch so that on they, TV, rather... you can pause it and do your yeah. stupid TikTok dance or whatever the hell it is you're going to do and then start it up again if you want, which obviously you can't do in the theater. And so it's it's murdered our uh, our functioning as a society. Right. It's not the movie theater. The I... movie theaters have always been bullshit. You know, they've always charged yeah. us way too much for popcorn and all that stuff, which to be fair and to some point, they don't make a lot of mo money off of these movies. So concession is where they get that. But that's always been like an inflated price. Yeah, if we really wanted to do it, we would. Look at the amount of money. People pay influencers to go do shit they wish they could do. This is where we are in a society where instead of saving our money and actually fulfilling that dream ourselves, we will go on someone's Patreon or whatever the hell they have and we'll pay them to go have the experience for us. And then they go to fly to New York to eat a donut, okay? Like a turd burger. You're going to make the line. Now, you can't even get into this fucking place. This place will be so cool for like three months. They'll have the best business they've ever had until you move on to the next place, which is right down the block. Yeah. All right. And it's a trend and it keeps going, keeps going. And they don't do this on their own dime. People are paying them to live their best lives, so to speak. Yeah. I hate to use that term. Right. Instead of living for themselves, this is where the world is going. This has been your episode of where it's interesting uh, to see our, that positive affirmation for the world. That, but yeah. do you know what I mean? Well, it, it always seemed like and I don't know if it's if, if I need a value. If, yeah. <laughs> I, and I don't know if this is because of covid or if it's just the timing the way things worked out but it's interesting to see that mentality start to trickle into the real world right where it's like previously you had people you didn't they didn't have any patience and they were always distracted and so like that always was kind of like an online thing you needed this but if you wanted to go somewhere or do something that generally still kind of existed in the way things had always been but now it's like businesses for example some business will be hot and then for, you know, for six months and then it's not, nothing and nobody goes there. Yeah. So it's interesting to see kind of how and, and to see companies take advantage of that. Right. I think movies are tricky because if a movie does well and it becomes, you know, a hot commodity, 
there's no way like in two years by the time if they if they turn around quickly they can get a movie done in two years but in two years nobody gives a crap about gives a shit about that you know it's, so it's, 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 it's short attention spans yeah. not waiting for that so that that's where kind of streaming comes in because you can you can instant gratification yeah. of seasons of instant stuff. gratification and i feel like yeah and i feel like the the move i just don't movies will never i don't think movies will ever get back to where they were i think they'll no. do better they will do better eventually because people there's a lot of money to be made and if there's a lot of money to be made people figure out how to make it so if it comes down to them having to tell original stories then that's what they'll do if that's what makes money because that that's all I they care think about anybody requires that anymore like everything is co- everything's copied from another person you know, I, I see it on social media all the time. I see this original idea of this person who has a business. And I'm like, I've seen 14 people who claim to have the same original idea. Nobody wants to have an original idea. They just take what somebody else is doing. Yeah. They claim it as their own. And 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 they, they take off for as long as they possibly can. I, I knew we were doomed when I started seeing like anesthesiologists doing TikTok dances. And I was like, fuck <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Like we have medical professionals dancing around on the internet in 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 full hospital gear like in an or yeah it's just there's no hope guys the crabs are dying and and our doctors are complete imbeciles i mean it's over and so it's like i i I really i i little things like a24 was like this little nugget of what what the world used to be like and and how I wanted to kind of cherish that. And so when that decides to go like, well, you know, I think we're going to have to go commercial. It's like, well, it was fun while it lasted. I don't think that's ever going to be the same. Once you kind of go in, once you, you, you go to the dark side like that. Well, it depends. If, I, if I you go know. to the dark side and you're successful, then yeah, it's over. But if you go to the dark side and it's not successful. That negates the whole point of it being the dark side. It's the dark side for a reason. I guess. But it's, it's yeah. It's not it, called the be, gray it, area. It'll be interesting to see what what it's like because i don't know i don't know you know i think theaters are are you know we go to the theaters when it's like a big deal you know something that we really want to see or whatever but there's no, i don't remember the last time we went to a packed theater first there's of all. not much shit out there that is playing in the theater that i can see this is when here's the other thing is that you have this writer's strike and this actor's strike which is still going on as the mm-hmm. as of this recording so you have tons of stuff that's being paused. Nothing's being made. Nothing's been made for like the past six months or whatever. So it's like everything's starting to dip a bit. And it's not going to get better because where are all these films going to come from? Stuff should be being made right uh, now yeah. in order to be in the theater in six months or a year. And they're going to have such... You're going to have to turn things around much quicker, which is going to lower the quality. So it's like, I I really don't know. I feel like we're going to get to a point where in terms of movies, we're just going to be like our parents when they can't let go of the past. And I'm just going to have to start rewatching shit that already came out because I'm going to be running out of content when it comes to movies. Shows seem to be doing great. And and I would love if A24 did shit like that. Do some kind of a series, right? Just do their own. Do like. Yeah, do like your own channel. That would be amazing. I mean, you know, first of all, what the fuck do we know in terms of how just, feasible just do that a is? Channel, we don't know how feasible that is, but I'm saying something like Shutter, but not Sucky, right? To yeah. have like an A24 channel. I know that they also want to get into documentaries. I'm all for that. Yeah. I am all for that. Well, docu- that would be docu- great. Documentaries and docu-series, docu-series especially, do well. I would be, I, I love me a documentary, I love me a docu-series. Ones, like, you know? Do shit like that. That would be awesome. But like, obtaining Halloween kind of level stuff, I'm not interested in it. I'm not watching that. I'm just not doing it. And you know, like there's no, like we said, there's no shortage of just like stuff out there. Big budgeted well, stuff think, with people that you recognize and it's, you, you can pretty much determine the storyline before you've even gotten through the right. movie because it's spelled out for you and all that. And you know what? Call me crazy. Every so often, I like to watch a movie where a child is half lamb, half kid. Because yeah. I'm like, who who the hell thought? Of, you know what? Sure. Yeah. Let's sit through it. Wh- where was your mind going with this? This I'm intrigued. Yeah. Without I'm intrigued. A24, who makes those movies? Who you know makes I mean? those movies? Go you Gorilla know? Film. I'm, I'm intrigued by something like that, whether I love company. it or not. Yeah, I'm here for it because it's like, all right, something original. I'm here yeah. for something original. Like, give me that. Yeah. Anyway, 
we will we will touch base with that as it progresses and and you know we'll see where they go with it i mean like i i get it in certain ways but it just makes me sad because it was like oh we we were finally getting a break from all of this you know barrage of garbage and then well, you know yeah. now it's like uh you kind of want to join forces and make really artistic garbage but i, I still think it's going to be it's going to be a feat to get people to go back to the theater consistently I think you'll get if you can get because it's like you know Barbie and and Oppenheimer were were two big things, but it became like an event, right? It became like a like a like a social media thing, like it, you know, that's kind of what powered those two films yeah. into making something really well, uh, making money rather. And so you know, Oppenheimer and Barbie were like they're not original, obviously they're based on something. But their original takes on it, right? Where, you know, Barbie, it's kind of like you had this interesting... A like, little too original for Oppenheimer. For, they took away way too many liberties yeah, with yeah. the truth there. Yeah. But, you know, with Barbie, you know, it's, you know, love or hate it. It is kind of like a unique stylized look at something. And um, Sure. But my point is, is that they were able to build that momentum from social media where you had Barbenheimer. And you're going to go see both the movies and the whole thing. Um, and I think that more so than the quality of those films independently drove a right, lot but, of the but sales. A, but the a weekend. small production doesn't have the money for that. Right. You I, know, don't, something I don't know has how they're to going suffer. to. Something has to suffer. These movies had far more of a budget than, than a, you know, a smaller independent film. And so now if you're telling that independent film, like, well, you're going to have to come up with an extra $17 million for the marketing for this. If you want this to be the next Barbenheimer, it's like, well, no, I had $17 million for the whole fucking movie. Where am I doing that? Yeah. You know? And again, it's, it's, it's people's attention spans. Oh, well it's famous on TikTok. It must be good. Yeah. So they went and they went and they saw it. And then everybody acted like, was like, I haven't seen Barbie, so I can't judge it. But Oppenheimer, yeah, it's a Nolan film. It looked great. The sound pissed me off. The acting was good. I The story I didn't love because I thought it was a farce. And I'm sorry, but I thought the creator was a far better movie than Oppenheimer. And the fact that Oppenheimer will be Oscar worthy and it treated like it was the best movie of the of the year. I'm like, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I Not in my opinion. In my opinion, all of that money that they had and all of those resources, I still thought that the creator was a better story and a better film. I would watch that. I would never watch Oppenheimer again. Yeah. You had all of those people, all of those A-listers in there. It didn't do anything. It meant nothing to me at the end because the effects, the stellar effects in this movie and the performance from an actor I have never seen before in my life blew all of those other people away. Yeah. 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 I, I would wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, but, you know, it also A24 may just be be going into partnership, right? Where they're like, we want to do a big budget mil film for $100 million, but... So we're going to need Sony to come in and, and, you know, give us half that money and, you know, sonatize so, it, of course. But but then you end up with something like the creator where you can be a little bit creative, but Hopefully. you're still in the thing. So I'm still again, I'm still remaining cautiously optimistic about it. And um, I'd love to see an A24 because that's again, I go back to my original point of like, that's all they have to offer in that space. It's like for them telling... to just make another a, a Halloween film with whatever director. It's like, yeah, that's just the same bullshit that same Sony bullshit. would do or yeah, whatever. It's so it's crap. like, I'm hoping that they can bring something different there and kind of break that up. And and I feel like, you know, something like the creator. I know we harp on that a lot because we both liked it a lot. But you know, you know, if this film doesn't hit, that doesn't mean that. All right, I guess we can't do, cre you know, that's original stories is, are yeah, anymore. They do but that it's with like, everything. but you know, you can have eight. Marvel films fail and they'll still make them. So yeah, it's like it doesn't the rationale doesn't because seem to be because people will still sit through those movies and pay $40 for a popcorn bucket helmet, they'll still do it. Yeah. If it says Star Wars, if it says Marvel, even DC, they'll pay it, they'll go. They'll eat that shit up, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't but matter. If you look at like uh uh Taylor Swift's oh, for the concert oh. thing which made like 100 million dollars and it's opening weekend, that's almost more than all of Blue Beetle made in its mm -hmm. entire theater run. So it's like, I just don't think, I think, I don't know if it's superhero, I don't think, I don't personally think it's superhero fatigue. I think it's bad superhero fatigue. And people are, are, are sick and tired of seeing like these big budget, you know, CG heavy films that don't have anything interesting to say or to, or, 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 you know. Yeah, but there's also like the, 
Blue Beetle, those are like the the redheaded stepchildren of the Marvel movies. Because if that was like another end game, if it was the end end game, it would have made all kinds of money. Those well, smaller movies, those smaller characters, they're little spinoffs. They never make the same as well, the Spider Man and of the, the Galaxy was that made a lot of money. Yeah, Guardi- just... but Guardians is is big. Guardians to me is big. Well, Guardians not of the in Galaxy. The world of no, comics. but no, but they have. They, they, it's a, it's a star studded cast. They make a lot of money. Blue Beetle has like you know a couple familiar faces at best. Yeah. At best. You know, once you get something like Captain Marvel, well, now you got a girl. So you're going to take a dip there because you're going to have people just dudes who aren't going to watch that immediately. You know, so it's you have there's there's a a tier to it. I don't know. The whole A24 thing to me is like like your parents telling you that they want to be polygamists and you're just like, (laughs) all right, so we're bringing another we're bringing another. Okay, all right. So you're not paying attention to all of us. It's impossible. You're one person. All right. So. It's like your dad being like, I'm bringing in 17 more siblings. And you're like, well, yeah, well, we're going to wind up like the Browns. Yeah. So A24 is becoming Cody Brown. A24 is, is they're, they're, I just don't <laughs> want them to Cody Brown themselves. And then they're going to have that wife that they don't even, they don't even associate with that wife. They don't even want, they don't they even want them to. there. They used to love the crap out of that one. <laughs> they don't even want her there. Yeah. And, uh, well, look, I, you know, and, and that's what it reminds me. It's like you can't love, all, you. there's no, there isn't enough time in the day for you to pay attention to all these kids. That's what's going to happen with A24. It's going to be like, well, these are the ones that make us money. So these are the kids we like the most. And then you guys are all right. Well, look, we'll as, see you. As we'll see you at Christmas. As long as they don't, as long as they love all of their wives equally, <laughs> they won't. But if you know, if if, but we don't know that yet because it hasn't happened. So we'll have to see. They say they will. I admire your optimism, sir. But you know, it's it's like if you they want to go off and make big budget Halloween films or whatever, then great. But as long as they, if that allows them the freedom to continue to make those half goat children movies, then <laughs> then I'm all for it. I don't, yeah, but the, it's. I know your fear is that that's going to go by the I wayside. I don't see how I don't see how you can possibly sustain both I relationships. Someone has to. Can. Someone has to take. No, I, I the, the back seat. I, I Someone's think... sitting in the back seat. We all we we can't all fit in the in no. the car and be I, in the front seat. It's can. not safe. You can get a ticket. You can because those auteur films are, in comparison, are are nothing. To Someone make. has to sit you, you in the make, back of the station you, wagon you spend, where there's not even a chair, and you're you facing <laughs> the back window. That if someone rear ends you, dead. And that's where the goat children movies are going. But you spend a hundred million dollars to make a big budget movie, and that thing makes six hundred million dollars. You can make. Oh my god! Sitting over the rear wheels. You That's could, where you they're going. So many auteur movies. You could just be like glass to your face because you're sitting backwards. That's where those movies are going. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's move on. We have to move on. It's been like 40 minutes. Jesus Christ! <laughs> but we did say we were going to talk about this um, because we're such big A24 fans. Please don't let this happen to like Monkey Paw. Yeah. <sighs> That's, all. That's all we got left. Yeah. That's all we got left. Jordan. For the love of God. Um, so we're going to talk about our experience with the 48-hour film project. It's kind of, it's been scattered about, you know, we didn't want to kind of keep talking about it here and there. We just wanted to like wait till everything was over and then boom. Um, so we got, so this year we did not go to the location. I think the last time we mentioned this, it was because there had been a massive flood in the city. Uh, so we weren't sure what was going to happen. We were literally waiting for the email. Thankfully, they decided to do this virtually. Uh, so we didn't have to go the, down the to the city. Meeting. The initial, yeah, yeah, the initial meeting where you would pick um, your genre, the plural. Um, we did virtually, which well, frankly, you didn't pick them. You were given them. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. But no, I think you pick them physically when you're there. Oh, oh, oh. Um, so uh, I'm gonna just say it. <sighs> Can we do that all the time? Like, I don't want to have to drive yeah. down the city and pull something out of a well, hat. I, I think, just really don't. No, you don't. But I feel like that's it's just so easy for people to cheat. And be like, oh, sure, I'm, I'm... it depends. I guess it depends. I mean, um, I, I don't know. Uh, so I get it. Yeah, I get it. So I just I just was glad that we didn't have to go all the way down there. Yeah. And so there we are on the Zooms and everybody's there and there's all the teams. Where all that global stuff. warming helps us all the rain <laughs> there and are, bad weather. It has its moments you and it has mean? its perks, you know. Um, and so uh, Melody was, uh, I guess, our city producer yeah producer uh person uh for the the nyc 48 hour and she was awesome and she had to deal with all of us which is She's insane great. i don't know how the hell she so did. patient and <laughs> needed would have needed a break yeah. um and so 
we got we so look i was praying not to get like a handful of things that they had there as genres i was like please lord don't do this to me. Didn't want musical or I didn't want musical. I didn't want silent film. I didn't want Western. Western. I didn't want whatever like student project or whatever yeah, that was. Yeah. Or food films or and influencer movie. Yeah, influencer movie. I was like, oh God. Um and so of course uh we were gifted with a musical road trip. <laughs> I was just well, like musical or road movie. Yes, but musical road trip was our yeah. our pick. And uh I immediately melted down after that call yep. i was yep. just like how we're because up. we're quitting. i had you know there goes our money comedy i'm there uh dark comedy there uh horror thriller mystery drama there 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 um i'll even take like um uh like a pov kind of thing or whatever like fine and I had just scenarios in my brain of like, okay, if it's this, we could do this. If it's this, we could do this. If it's this, we could do this. And of course, we got none of those, which like the odds of not even getting one of those in the pick well, of two yeah, yeah. was like shit. Uh, so some people got like thriller mystery and I was like, I want to fight you. Yeah. I want to fight you. You well, got two good ones. On, on how you look at it, right? Because it's, you know, you look at, oh, it's a road movie. Like, all right. But that's, it can be a little bit more freeing than a drama right because the road movie could be a comedy or drama or thriller no because i had to i had to include the road and i the last thing now here's the thing we went further than we needed to all you had to do was imply a road trip so we technically could have stayed out of the car but it's like a lot of that becomes spoon feeding where you're like all right i guess i'll see you after my road trip you know and i didn't want to i gotta get going on my road trip trip. i have to go on the road and trip (laughs) As one does only on the road when you are driving for the road trip. So that's my exact point. I didn't want it to sound like that. And so I was like, no, now we're going to have to get in the car. And we have filmed in the car before. And I hate it. It's a complete, we are not equipped for it. And so it's always a massive undertaking when we have to film in the car. So I was like, but let me tell you something. There is no way in hell I'm pulling a musical out of my ass in 48 hours, in 24 hours, because you still had to edit whatever film we we made so it's like musical if we had like a week or two i may have attempted um and may have been fun because i probably would have done like a horror musical or something really like oh yeah yeah, something interesting but no (laughs) 24 hours i'm not composing all of this music and then memorizing it and then i'm the only one who's singing it because i don't have anyone who's memorized all this stuff i don't have you know i had we had one actor who hates singing so I was like, all right, we're not doing that. It's going to have to be a road trip. Um, the experience itself was not nearly as stressful as we thought it was going to be. I know we had warnings from people that we knew that have done it who were like, oh, prepare to literally not sleep for three days. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Just so you know, I'm not functioning on zero sleep. So this has to work with the with the understanding that we're filming at least let's, you know, we can give filming even 10 hours of the day. This all has to be done in 10 hours and the editing and everything has to be done the next day. If it's taking, I'm not filming till 4 a.m. Yeah. Not doing that. I'm not going to be able to give a good performance. We're all going to be a mess. So I guess the stakes for us were just kind of like, well, if we don't make it, we don't make it. Yeah. You know, if we try and we, we fail, then that's what happened. Um, so there wasn't really as much weight to it, but I was still really like, I want this to get done. Yeah. And it was fine. Um, do I love the story that I came up with? No. Because I came up with it in two hours. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Forty-five minutes of which you were you eating know, pizza, eating pizza in in sheer panic, yeah. and um and so it was just like okay we could do this, and we can do this, and 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 here's the location. They said yes, okay, and we're just gonna have to go with it. Uh, there was no script. There was no time to write a script. You know. So, mm-hmm. um, our actor, uh, Chris uh, Christopher G- uh, Gillespie, who we've worked with before. Um, he was down. He lives near here. So it worked. We didn't have to have people traveling and all that. He's like, I'll be there in the morning. And his son, Emmett, ran sound for us, who's never run sound before in his life. And we were like, here, hold this and point it there. See you later. OK, and now you stay in here and let's just figure out the conversation. It'll be kind of like this. Throw words at each other and see if it works. Yeah. Um, I really so fun to edit. 
Yeah, that was the worst part of it. It was fun to be able to do that. But the problem was that there were actually better scenes, but we couldn't use them because. Better takes, yeah. Yeah, better takes rather because the scene wouldn't match up. Yeah. And that sucked. But there was really no way around it because there was no time to rehearse anything. You know, we were just kind of like trying to give you as much footage as you could have to work with and give you several takes and, you know, call it a day. Yeah. Um, because we knew we still had to do the car thing, which took so yeah. much time. Yeah. And uh, so we so had yeah, an effect. With, yeah. Right. So for the, with the editing, it was just a matter of like looking at all the footage real quick mm-hmm. and not even all of it, but just kind of like just skimming through everything and understanding, all right, here they say this and then you say this in response. So that works. And then I have to find a response to that that works. And that response, no, no response works. So let me change that re- that response. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it becomes this kind of your hands up in this scene, your hands down in this scene. Yeah, uh, I wasn't even really paying attention to that stuff as long as the, uh, the 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 conversation made sense. So, and with that kind of time frame, you got to pick. All right, this one works, and I could I could have easily massaged that. I shouldn't say easily. I could have massaged that edit to be smoother and to be you know use some of the better takes possibly, but. There's just no time. No. A lot of editing is just putting a cut together and just feeling it's how trial it, and error. Yeah, and yeah. feeling how it goes and getting the feel and the flow of it all. And you don't really have time for that. So it's just a matter of like it makes sense. It doesn't look horrible. Let's go. Um, so that part was 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 tricky, but but but, you did uh, it. but but it's also kind of freeing too, right? Because then you know, like I have to have this done by tonight. So it's I don't, you know, there's that part of you at, that's the perfectionist that wants to just tweak this until it's perfect, which, you know, never happens, but just tweak and tweak and tweak and tweak. But now you have this, you know, sometimes creating in a box isn't, isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was kind of interesting to, I mean, I work pretty fast anyway when I edit stuff and when I work, but um, this one was like a, a, a huge turnaround because the big, first, a big portion of the beginning of the morning the next day was finishing up the effect from the night before. So we shot the visual effect. Yes. We had a, a bunch of, we just shot a whole bunch of crap to kind of figure out what worked. So yeah, I think you, you edited that for probably like five hours. You probably gave that about five hours the on, on Saturday, the Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. And then Sunday was getting everything together yeah. on everything else. And you were just, yeah, you were, you were forced to go with what you had and you couldn't, there, there, was literally no time to obsess about how much better something could be. There was a a, a massive uh, audio flub for us that we had to let go because there wasn't time to correct it. And um, you know, not as we bad as weren't, some. Yeah, I was gonna say we, but that was the thing. We weren't the only people that came across. In fact, everybody had some like audio thing but that I, happened. And I also think it wasn't it wasn't as big of it was one of those things where like we noticed it, but. I don't feel like anybody else kind of noticed it because when I was watching I mean, it, I was like, oh, yeah, that we did there. But I was like, I yeah, knew it. Yeah, so. it may not have been as obvious. I mean, you know where something is. Um, there was a film we watched where we literally heard the director girl say, say to the actress, OK, now pick up your phone. That yeah. was not the dialogue. And we were like, yeah. whoa. Walk out of the scene. <laughs> we did, we, did we not want to? We had no time to take that out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's like... You got to prioritize that was, I think that was the most interesting thing to see is that people were so much more likely to let let audio, audio. mistakes by than visual mistakes Yeah, when it should have been the other way around. But Maybe. It depends. It just depends. I, I don't know. I, I thought... Were, like, again, yeah, not to say that they made a mistake. I'm just saying like... You know, ideally, you wanted to you you want well, your audio. The thing audio to was be that when possible, the audio went out possible. on almost everything we watched, or the audio didn't sound great, I picked up on it every time because audio is so important. Yeah. It's so important. Um, yeah. So we were in the first block during the viewing, uh, so we didn't get to see the other two blocks of films. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think Melody was trying to find a way for everybody to be able to see each other's stuff would, would be which would be cool because um, we'd really like to see there were things that one that we didn't obviously yeah. get to see so like we would like to watch everybody's uh, films but there was there was one film in our group um, these poor people that got silent film and I don't know what the other thing was or if they used them both but one of them was silent film so either the other thing was worse than silent film or they incorporated it and we didn't know um, I was terrified of that and I thought they did a really good job with it. It was like yeah. uh, a fire 
um, a smoke detector that kept going off in the middle of the night. And there was like one point where they're like, they're trying everything to get this thing to stop. And it goes into this like comedic thing where they're trying to like exercise the demons out of it. Yeah. And they're all, it was very entertaining. And yeah. I give them a lot of credit because that is tough. It is really tough to, I mean, you have to, to have only your physical expression to tell a story and get across in under seven minutes, you know, it, yeah. it, it's a it's a huge undertaking, and I, I props to them because I probably would have just I probably would have been like, we're not doing, it. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. no way. Um, so that that was really, and then there was like the guy who was the fish, who had a really funny way of delivering his lines. Yeah. It was really interesting. You know, we got to meet other uh, you know actors and filmmakers and all that. Um, I guess the one thing that surprised me about it was that I I guess I was always under the impression that the that people who participated in the 48-hour film project were like film people actors writers dps you know like in the field and to know that there were people that weren't filmmakers at all and were just like oh yeah we'll just make a movie i was like really yeah <laughs> like, there was a couple of teams that were just like doing it like for fun. just did it to, di to do it to do you it, know yeah. and and i didn't I didn't know that, so I was like so confused at one point because yeah, I was what, like, like, "What do you mean you don't, you're not in the old business?" One of my coworkers and, and their mom, yeah. had made a film, but they're not filmmakers, you know. They just did it for yeah, fun. it was like, it was just wild daughter thing yeah. that people were just like making a movie. Yeah. So um, that was pretty. That was really interesting to like kind of see what came of of somebody who doesn't have experience in this. Yeah. Um, so we did we did win for for your effects. Best, best special effects. Best special yeah. effects. Um, a six hour special. Effects. We did. Uh, you know, it's weird. Like you watch, you we're watching this in the movie, and then so behind us was a real fun group of people. I say that really sarcastically, and their movie um, played. I think it was one or two films after ours, possibly, or the last one. I don't remember. Um, but their need to to add their commentary yeah. really loudly. <laughs> Not knowing who was sitting around them was kind of interesting to me. It was just like, yeah. really? It's cut so like they sort of Emily blunted their way through that entire <laughs> screening. It was like no inner monologue at all. Yeah, uh, a movie would end and they'd go, "That was stupid." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, awesome." Um, so I was curious to see what they would say after hours, since we were getting the play-by-play -play on their feelings through every single fucking movie. Uh, which we didn't get a negative comment, so I guess uh, yay for that. Yeah. Um, the effect that 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 you pulled off at the end uh, was sort of how the story started for me. As soon as they said road trip, I was like, I already know what we're doing for the end because I wanted to have an effect like that because we had done something. You had done something like that before, mm -hmm. and so. And I had a lot more time. And we had, yeah. And so uh, we were like, okay, so I built the story around the ending scene. Um, we're going to put this up on YouTube because we did also flirt with the idea of throwing it through the festival circuit. But honestly, it's not, you know, you don't create these films because they're going to be your best works. It's yeah. a challenge. You know yeah. what I mean? So in order to clean this up, to go through hundreds of dollars worth of film submissions, especially after the experience we had this year, I'm not really too you know, excited about doing that. So we'll, you know, you're going to clean it up, obviously take out the audio mistakes and, you know, we can go through footage a bit more with a fine tooth, tooth comb and, and maybe get better scenes going. Um, but we'll throw it on YouTube so everybody can watch it. I'm not going to run it through a festival for another year. It just, I don't care to do it. Yeah. Um, what not to do at an award ceremony when you win something, maybe don't scream winner coming through. Yeah. And step flick aside, your hands <laughs> at everyone around you. Yeah. Maybe just don't do that. I don't know. Yeah, it was whoever you it were. It was interesting. <laughs> Most people there were just, you know, normal. Most like, people were chill won. about it. But there was definitely a, a few groups there that were like, you knew that they did not agree with the decisions that were made. Uh huh. You know, and look, their we, faces. We, said we it. are up for three awards. We won we one. Won one. And yeah. that's and that's great. That's yeah. fine. You know, like we. You know, hey, listen, it's that, better than winning zero. Yeah. And so, like, you know, we're grateful that we won anything. We're grateful that we're just nominated. Um, but, you know, it, it, I don't know. There's just something like you could feel like you deserve that award all you want. Like it's a free country, but like keep it inside. Yeah. It just it's so class <laughs> classless to see like when you don't win something that you like 
outwardly express it even if you like don't yell like your yeah. body language there were rolling your there eyes were or whatever heads it's being like, made oh through the entire so ceremony distasteful. by a by a particular group whom i will not name uh but <laughs> there were a lot of nominations for them and i was i was aghast at how just unbothered they were to just make faces and roll their eyes when they didn't win every single fucking category. It's like, you know, just because you're nominated for a lot of them doesn't mean you get to win all of them. Yeah. You're nominated for them. Maybe just be happy with that. And uh, so it was it was kind of like, wow. And you're going to get that. any you know, you put any group of people together like that. That's what you're going to get. Um, but there were also a lot of cool people there that weren't acting like giant fucking babies about it. Yeah. So like, yay, <laughs> yay for that. But I was just kind of like, it was the secondhand embarrassment for me where it was like, yeah, just acting so entitled to it. And then like they did win stuff. And then when you win, like acting as if you've won $50 billion, yeah. guys, it's a piece of paper. <laughs> like, like I'm no just, shade to the 48 hour obviously no, it's, it's a very no it's honorable but I, it to be took from what it was yeah. like this is about celebrating you because making this film but it's like it, look there no one's handing you an oscar chill out yeah chill out something about that like i'm i'm all for celebrating your wins in life because you know sometimes it feels like they don't come very often but there because there's a very fine line between celebrating your win and then Mocking the loss of others. Yeah, it almost feels like you're celebrating so hard that you're almost like bragging. It becomes very braggy. Almost? You know, and so, uh, well, no, I'm saying the line. The line becomes, so it's like, for me, you know, we won and we're just got up there. Thank you very much. Hey, thanks. You know, yay for us. And that was that, you know, but some people win and they're like, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> we're the fucking best, man. <laughs> You know, and so it's like, and again, they got the same piece of paper we got. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know Your why. Your paper's not any bigger than <laughs> my paper. Should we be more excited? I'm, I'm not sure what's happening yeah. here. Did your piece of paper come with a hundred dollar bill? Because yeah. mine didn't. Should I get up for best special effects? Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. You suck. You suck. And you suck. Your, your VFX suck. Your VFX <laughs> yeah, suck. Like, you might as well just do that. Yeah. I, I'm. It never ceases to amaze me just how immature people can act about things it's like yeah i mean and on the flip side of that to to you know to sarcastically say like look you didn't win an oscar except when people win oscars they don't even do that yeah i mean some have but not not jokingly usually. Yeah. yeah like joking but nobody has gotten up from winning a winning an oscar and then pointed at their fellow nominees like losers you know yeah. it's like you don't do that you could be excited and you can be happy, but like, oh my God, <laughs> you need to bring it down like 14 notches. You're way too excited here. Way too excited. And just like icky about it. Again, no shortage of that. Yeah. I've So actually, okay. So a, a better example of the point that I'm trying to make is that we've gone to so many film festivals and people have not really done that. You know, you, your, your film, whatever they say your name. And people get up and they clap. Everyone claps. And there you're usually making a speech and stuff like that. Yeah. But there's, oh, thank you so much. And blah, blah, blah. And you sit down and you move on. Because you realize this is one film fest of many. Yep. It's no special, no more special than the other film fest. And you just go and and you, you, you accept your award and you sit the hell down. Yeah. <laughs> no, you just sit down and you shut up. You don't have to be so crazy about it. Yeah. Um, and this is why we don't play well with others. This is why we don't like, uh, like, see, this is why I struggle to network because yeah. I don't like that kind of shit. And so I can't talk to a person like that. I don't know how to talk to you. Yeah. I don't know how to talk to you when you're like, yeah, I've been working on this film for like uh, six years. Six years. You've been working on this uh, on a 30 minute film for six years. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. How? How do you still? How could you still want to make that movie after six years? I don't even understand. And then I, I watched your movie after six months. I watched your movie, and you know the the audio was terrible. All the windows were blown out. You know, I mean, not half of your actors weren't even actors. Your brother in law and your grandfather were in it. I mean, it just I I well I never understand where people get this ego, yeah. like an an ego for zero effort. Like, give me something. A zigo. Zigo, that's the official word for it. 
no shortage of zegos out there of like you you sh- you showed me minimal effort yeah and you want me to act like you've like you created the the wheel here yeah i mean seriously humble yourselves it's you know we get well, nominated for shit and we're like oh that's nice succeed they do somehow i don't know this and, and but that's the problem is that when i'm stuck in a room with these types of people i don't want to communicate not even for the sake of being fake i just don't want to talk to you like i don't yeah. know how to talk to somebody who's just like kissing their own ass about their own work through the entire conversation because a lot of the times people will talk to you pretend that they want to talk to you so they can tell you about their film that's really what it's about right they don't actually care what your film is about or when it's playing or what block it's in they want to talk about their film and they want you to go watch their film yeah and so it's like this this very saccharine kind of conversation that goes on where nothing's really genuine every so often you find somebody that's that's kind of more genuine we we met a guy at the the Astoria film festival who was like a really cool guy um you know it, it, it's not that it doesn't happen, but it's just that the majority of people that we've come across that it's like just massive, massive egos. And I'm like, uh, I don't even egos, yeah. I don't I don't even want to like feign interest in whatever the hell it is that you have to say right now. Yeah. You know, somebody yeah. will approach you and be like, oh, I see you made like a little movie. Well, hopefully we got some people from our side to come in and watch it for you. Good. Good for you. Thanks. Congratulations. I don't know what we would do with that. <laughs> like, and we've had that happen. Obviously, that was, you know, we we uh, headlined a feature, if you will. Yeah. And, you know, this dude had no qualms with being like, yeah, I brought a bunch of people that came up from California to watch my movie. So now you have more people in the audience for your piece of shit. Yeah. Thank you. You're so kind. <laughs> yeah. Are those cookies over there? Let's go get some. You were more excited about the cookies than whatever the hell that guy had to say. Yeah. And rightfully so. Um, so this is gonna this is gonna air after the Mystic Film Festival. Um, we are f- recording this on Saturday. The festival is tomorrow, so we don't know what's going on. Uh, but it is one of our absolute favorite festivals to go to, so we're very much looking forward to it. Um, so we'll yep. talk about that next week as well. Yep. And uh, we always have a really good time there, and we're looking forward to watching everybody's stuff. Like honestly, I always like. They, I was looking through a lot of the trailers and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like Mystic because they they seem to be they seem to focus more on people that are are, are serious about making films, even if they're new to it. Yeah, it's you know, and I appreciate that. It's yeah, not yeah. just like, oh, this person picked up a camera and recorded something. So here it's in the block. You know, yeah, they, yeah. they they're, they're a bit more selective about stuff. So it's always like really exciting and and as corny as it sounds like an honor when we get into that film festival because we know they're more like-minded and and mm-hmm. they take it seriously and so it's like you know we we stand to lose against some good films and that is always exciting to us yeah i can't wait to lose to good films let's do that yeah yeah um and so it's uh it, it's been a trip so far i think we have two or three more that we're waiting to hear from this year in terms of festivals and then we have a handful coming up next year um I think we got rejected by another like city film fest. They just don't like us. Yeah. My we joke though. that the closer the film festivals are to us, the more the likely less we like... are to be rejected. <laughs> the more likely yep. we are to be rejected yeah, by yeah, them. Yeah. yeah they don't, they, but especially like heading south. Like if you go down south of yeah. us, because we can get into stuff a little closer to us here, except for one well known film festival that we don't even bother with up here. We yeah. shall remain nameless. Uh, but the like anyone down south in the city, they're just like, yeah, we don't like you. You can't you can't play with us. Uh, So we I don't know. I don't know that I'd submit to many city ones again Hmm. next next time around because, man, that adds up. Uh, Like, I don't care about being rejected. I care about losing the money. money, (laughs) That's fine. Reject me. But I just lost forty five dollars on a submission. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, So. Shout out. Ugh, sorry. Oh my God! I'm tired today. Jeez. Um, tomograph. Did we hear the? Y- I mean, just the exasperated yeah. yawn from you. Oh my yeah. goodness! We're not even gonna That's edit that out. That's how I feel about Mograph. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love and them. Straight off the network, we go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we'll we'll be talking about Mystic next week, unless something. Oh, we'll be talking about Nest. Uh. Ne- yep. Mystic next week. I didn't say Netflix, did I? No, Before? you said okay. Mystic. <laughs> Mystic next week, and we'll be talking about Killers of Flower Moon, yeah. which we are going to see, which finally, the schedule came out for the Dolby Theater, because they were holding that shit for that Taylor Swift garbage, and I was like, please, yep. please, I cannot sit 
in a regular shitty theater for like 19 hours because Scorsese doesn't know how to make anything under four hours. Yeah. Please. I can't so, wait. I can use a good nap. <gasps> You're not a Scorsese fan. I do like Scorsese. You don't love Scorsese. I love Scorsese. And you just... I don't love his movies, but I like you, his movies. You tolerate them. Yeah. You don't... Yeah, but... You say that, and then you're not like, a fan of Goodfellas, which I just don't understand. I'm not really a big fan of Goodfellas, but well, the first half's better than the second half, but it's a, you know whatever. Um, it's like Kill Bill. You have to think of it's one movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it happened. You know, you yeah, can't think it. of it in. But in, it's it's for, in, like in acts. I know that he's a an amazing filmmaker. I'm just not a big fan of the stories that he tells. You don't like the the mobster stuff. Yeah. Well, just, this isn't mobster stuff. No, it's not. I love not all of us. You love Shutter Island. Shutter Island's amazing. Yeah. That's what I'm so saying. he He's just a... has to have DiCaprio. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Without DiCaprio, I'm sure this you're... is going to be amazing. Um, I have managed to avoid most trailers. I've had to sit through a couple in the theater yeah. that I would like plug my ears, like you know, in and out. You used to do that in the lunchroom, so everything sounded like this. Yeah. I would just do that through the whole trailer because I don't want to see pivotal scenes. Yeah. I don't want to see anything. Just play the movie. Yeah. So I'm sure I'll love it. But I, I already know a lot of the story, so you know, there's nothing I could do about yeah. that. But uh, I, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, I'm looking forward to his co-star because uh, I'm not familiar with her. I'd love to see how she see see what she does. You know, I don't know. We'll see. It's a very long movie. It is. It's, I'm definitely gonna have to pee through half of it. I gotta it's, check out that app that tells you where you can go to the bathroom. Yeah, should have been a series, but whatever. He I don't think certainly Marty, had enough foot, footage for it. I don't but think Marty's into series, no, really. I'm sure he's not. Oh, well, no, I shouldn't say that. He produces them. Yeah. He's produced a couple series, but he's not really one for doing them, I don't think. Maybe one day. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so thank you for joining us, and we'll be back next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.